new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about how great the Vegas Golden Knights are now, a single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty well. I mean, it would be better if we had our man on the ground at the game to tell us how they're doing, but, you know, still being a big crybaby about it. Just got to go shake some hands, kiss some babies, you know what I mean? See, so. that's what happens. We send our boss to Vegas to give us uh, a first-hand scouting report on how Jack Eichel looks. That is how important this return is to the DFS community, that we sent our boss to go watch that game, and he's actually deciding not to go watch that game. He's actually deciding to go glad hand uh, with some people at, in, in a conference room. I don't get it. Do you get it, Josh? I mean, he did tell the, the Yahoo guys to make the NHL contest bigger, which, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. But, I mean, he, at least he's on the right track. Here. Yeah, it's definitely helping us out here. Uh, maybe he'll sneak his way uh, to that Vegas-Colorado uh, game here tonight because that certainly does look like a dandy. Uh, this is the awesome NHL strategy th- show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I see everybody just starting to pop into the chat. Uh, if you guys could please just throw us a thumbs up. Those subscri- those uh, likes really helps us. It's the subscriptions that help us even more. They help us grow that channel. Uh, keep these shows coming, whether NHL, NBA, PGA, NASCAR coming up this weekend, whole bunch of stuff. Uh, just click that subscription button. really helps us out if you're a first-time viewer here. And click the notification bell to get alerts whenever we do go live. We're brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy. Uh, as Josh mentioned, uh, Jake has been really putting in uh, some work uh, to get those Yahoo contests a little bit bigger. So uh, just whatever you can do, Jake, to help us, to help out the Yahoo users, very much appreciated. We do have uh, Yahoo projections up on the site. Ah, oh, wild night last night. Actually, it was a super wild night last night, but it was... There were two interesting spots, I think, Boston and the Rangers uh, and that Los Angeles game, and we'll talk about that in a, in a second. Um, the one thing that really drove me insane about last night, listen, I've been playing DFS long enough now that it doesn't really bother me uh, when I know a line is good and I don't play them and they go off. Um, <laughs> you know, you play DFS for like eight years. Uh, and you know, that'll just happen a fair amount last night bothered me because St. Louis two is like anybody that watches this show or reads anything I write, they like, people know how much I love that line. That's that specific combination. In fact, over at Dauber hockey, where I write about season long fantasy hockey, I wrote about it that morning, <laughs> about how big of a difference it would make putting Tarasenko and Buchnevich alongside Robert Thomas. What did I do? I went in and played 50% Washington power play, 40% Pittsburgh one, 10% Dallas one. Now Dallas, uh, thank you very much, Joe Pavelski. They ended up uh, helping salvage my night a little bit, got back about two thirds of my entries. But last night was a tilting night for me because St. Louis two is one of my favorite lines, literally in the league to play. They were cheap in a great spot. And for some reason, I just, you know, just did not play them. And as a result, I lost money last night. How'd you do, Josh? Same. 
Uh, I mean, I use Buchnevich, but um, I went double center with the Caps. I went Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin. Backstrom and Kuznetsov combined for 1.5 DK points. You know, it is what it is. Like, I was taking a shot at the Q, so, you know, St. Louis, too, was lower on than I expected, but, like, no one was on Washington. And they they didn't get as many penalties. I thought they got three power plays. Vetchkin hit the empty net. He had two goals, but wasn't really the game I expected. But that's the way DFS goes sometimes. Like, what should happen, don't. Hee, 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 Buddha. Shout out to the Buddha man. Um, I don't know. It, it was kind of like a weird one until the later games where kind of what we expected happened happened. Those early goals are just all over the place. I don't know. The Rangers look flat, but it could have been, you know, the two weeks off could be just that the Rangers aren't a very good team five on five. Kings look a little flat. They had some time off. I don't know. We'll see. Like the the Oilers <laughs> were in a five and eight back to back on the road and they boat raced the Kings last night. So these teams coming back, it, they seem a bit iffy. That's one thing I think we definitely should talk about because there is a team coming back to, on tonight's slate. We'll talk about later. It's the Florida Panthers. Um, they're coming back after a long uh, layoff. The reason we bring this up is because I don't know how long ago it was, what, like five years ago when the NHL brought in the bye weeks, um, they're effectively giving teams a week off during the season uh, just to kind of rest. And what we found is that teams coming out of that bye week playing teams that had already been playing were not doing very well. Um, I believe uh, Mr. Niehaus, in fact, Matt Niehaus, he's a subscriber here. He shared some data with us earlier in the season um, about having more than four days off. I think Travis Yost over at TSN has written about um, the rest factor, you know, two or three days off are, is good. You know, five, six, 10 days off can be too much rest. Uh, leading to some rust I mean it might be good in the long term like rest up injuries that they need to rest up for the next two or three months but it could cost them a couple wins early on we saw that last night uh, Los Angeles lost 5-2 uh, to Edmonton and like you said Edmonton was playing five and eight back to back on the road and outplayed Los Angeles um, earlier in the night uh, the Rangers beat Boston at home but that was largely thanks to Igor Shesterkin and what else is new and Boston was without Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron uh, the night before, I think, you know, Edmonton, again, uh, shut out San Jose, I believe, 3 nothing. So, like, we're seeing uh, teams return from these long layoffs and not do very well. So, something to keep in mind when we talk about uh, the Florida Panthers uh, a little bit later in the show. Um, I see some people in chat, uh, great call on STL2. Uh, LA2 was a bust. Yes, it was. But... They are not a bust in my heart. They will always have my heart. Um, one thing that we should bring up, uh, actually, we should uh, congratulate some of the winners from last night. You and I uh, got a tweet sent to us, uh, pardon me, by Adrian Sheroy, and I hope I'm not mispronouncing that. He took down uh, the $12 single entry last night, also took down the secondary $15 $27 in entries for 4Ks and winnings, not too bad at all. He went with St. Louis to Los Angeles to Adam Fox and Shesterk and, and Dobson. So uh, he had a very good night last night. Congrats to you, uh, Pujols Junkie. Uh, and then Niehaus mentioned him uh, a little bit earlier. He finished right behind him, uh, second place in that $12 single entry. So Adrian and Niehaus, very good nights uh, from you guys. Now, I think that that tweet that Adrian shared with us, we only have four games today, so we have a little bit of time to talk about this. That, treat, that tweet that Adrian shared with us brought up a pretty good point. He says, crazy how the big $15 and the $40 I usually enter had already filled and would have won me a combined $5,000 had I entered them. Instead, he entered the secondary $15 and the $12 single entry, and he took down four grand or um, eight times as much money as he would have otherwise. Contest selection, I think, isn't something that we talked about a lot. Uh, you're a single entry guy. Um, Adrian was playing single entry last night. I, you said a couple shows ago that you play uh, basically the same contest every night. How do you approach that? Like, how, what was your initial approach to selecting those contests? Is it, you know, structure? Is it number of participants? You know, things like that. 
Well, I'll enter all the single entry stuff, first of all, since I'm a one lineup guy. Uh, single entry on DraftKings goes up to one. There's a 121 single entry. There's a 12 and there's a five. Like there isn't great contest selection. There is 153 max. Sometimes there's an 88 two max. On the days they run the $20 special, there's a $33 three max. You just gotta like, like I was trying to talk to in the discord this morning before I had caffeine, which is a mistake. Cause I am a, you know, I'm, I'm a Debbie Downer in the morning before I have my 9 million milligrams of caffeine. But um, if you're a single entry guy, it's fine just to enter, enter the single entries. But what I was trying to explain was it, it almost feels like you're capping your upside if you only enter single entries because the top prizes aren't very high. So, yeah, like if you want if you don't want to enter the 15 lottery because it's 150 max, fine. But at least drop down to the $4.20 max. You know what I mean? Like if you have a great night in single entry, you're still going to have a very good night in the MME contest. And just for whatever reason, if you're single entry lineup, you hit the absolute nuts and you're not in these MME contests, you're capping your upside. Like you're in this to win money. You're not in this to like, oh, you know, my return on investment is great. Yeah, that's fine. But like your return on investment would be way better if you end like so if you it it, re, it really is like bankroll dependent right if you don't have the 15 dollars to enter the 150 max every night you know if you're entering the 12 dollar single entry and the five dollars single entry you know and you don't want to enter the 15 that's fine you, there's the four dollar 20 max there's the three dollar three max there's the the one dollar 20 max so like there there's like small mme options i feel like if you have a great night in single entry, you'll still do good there. And you're, you're not going to really cap your upside instead of like entering into a $2 double up per se. You know what I mean? Like put it into these smaller GPPs with higher upside. Yeah, I agree with that, that, you know, if you're playing. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, the $12 and $5 single entry every single night, I would also just add in the four, you know, one entry to that $4.20 max. I, like, I agree with that 100%. Uh, that's what I do usually when I play single entry. Like, you know, I've said it before, I'll probably play, you know, $100 in entries, give or take. I'll do something like, you know, maybe play the $40 and then the 20 and then the 12 and the five single entries. But I'll, I'll add in the $4.20 max, the $3.3 max, the $1.20 max, the $1.00. I'll add in all those little ones. Because, yes, when you do have a good night, yeah, you want to win the $40, take down that $5K. Yeah, you you know you want to win the $2K for taking down the $12. But, you know, it's the same top prize for winning the $4.20 max. So you're, you're, you're leaving money on the table. If you're a winning player, I guess, would be uh, the undercurrent to all of this. But... Um, yeah, I agree with you. You know, if you're playing $50 a night in, in single entries, but you're not playing the $4.20 max or the $1.20 max or something like that, I think you're definitely leaving money on the table. Um, another thing I will say about contests is that you really have to 
when you're MMEing 20 max, 150 max, it, like this, con these contest structures for the 20 max, the lower dollar ones aren't as bad. They have been worse. You really have to focus on getting towards a first place finish, right? I know it's easy to say just win. Uh, you know, it's the simplest advice ever. But it was the case like four or five years ago with DFS where you could cash two or three lineups um, out of your 20, not necessarily have a great lineup and make money on the night because, you know, the con the structures were so spread out. The, you know, the payouts were so spread out. That's not really the case anymore. You really do have to focus on going for those top prizes. So um, that's one thing I will say is that if you're playing like low dollar, $4, 20 max or $1, 20 max, or, you know, whatever those contests are, you really do have to focus on a line of constructions that can get you to a first place prize and not necessarily just get you to cashing because all if you're doing is cashing in GBPs, uh, you're probably going to end up losing money in the long run. Um, not a whole lot other than that to talk about from last night. Is there anything else you want to bring up? I know we were bringing up um, how good your pizza is, but I, maybe we can save that for another day. Yeah. Uh, going to start a, uh, I don't know, do some pizza lessons. $690 and 40. No, I'm just messing around. Um, no, like, I don't know. If you're, if you're an MME player, that one, that $15 is pretty crazy, right? Like Jake has talked about how he's had multiple top 1% finishes and he's lost money. Like if I was an MME player and I had the bankroll to do it, I would probably just max enter the 40 every night instead of the 15. Just because the field is way smaller. Yeah, the top prize is smaller, but the field is way smaller. You have to get less right. You can't, there's not 150 lines you're putting in. It's probably, I don't even know what this one is. 21 max. You're spending I think, less. I think it's 17 usually. Yes. You well, so what's 40 times seven? 400. 680 dollars. So that's like, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather put 17. I'm not an MME player. But I'd rather put 17 lineups into the 40 than 150 into the 15, just personal preference. But, you know, I, I think the best advice I can give, because, you know, everyone's different, is find something that's working for you and be consistent with it. Yeah. I'll say that's, that's one thing that really helped me is that over the last few years, smaller slates, I've gone single entry, larger slates single entry slash three max larger slates i'll go 20 max and it's it's been good enough to me so you know i found my process stuck with it i've tweaked when i have to i tweak my contest selection i i you know i don't play 20 max every single night anymore i have tweaked my contest selection and it's working out so uh once you find what's working for you uh definitely stick with it uh, we have a bunch of games we have to get to. Uh, before we get to those games, just want to mention we have a podcast giveaway. Uh, just head on over to our Osmo podcast channel. Give us a five-star review and leave your Twitter handle or Osmo username, and you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. And we're excited to announce a new NBA props betting show we have added to our daily schedule for 30 minutes before the NBA Deeper Dive every day. Head on over to our Odd Shopper YouTube channel, for the best edges available on NBA player props straight from our experts. So that is a new addition coming up in the second half of the NBA season here. We have an NBA player prop show on our Odd Shopper channel. So just head on over to the YouTube uh, Osmo channel. Uh, we've got everything over there. All right, Josh, we got to get to these games. Let's get to this first game. We've got the Minnesota Wild going into Winnipeg. Minnesota has a 3.2 implied goal total. Winnipeg, 2.8 implied goal total. Uh, I think like a lot of these games, there's stuff to like on both sides here. So I'll just let you take it away. Yeah, I, I kind of like both sides of this game. Um, for me, so we were talking about this game line matching. And I think it's kind of important because Winnipeg at home recently has been sending out that third line against top comp and that top line against third lines. Now, Minnesota was in Winnipeg not too long ago, and that's what they were doing, which would put Shifley Wheeler out against the checking line, and it would be Cop Lowry, uh, Christian Reichel out against Hartman, Zuccarello, Kaprizov, which, you know, if you're the coach of the Winnipeg Jets, I don't know, maybe check out analytics or something. But, like, 
that has to favor the wild here um, from a five on five standpoint. Hartman, Kaprizov, Zuccarello getting that cop Lowry rifle line. You know, they're the Wild's best defensive line getting Shifley, Wheeler, Stasny. And you see this ownership on Winnipeg One right now. It's, it's really high. I get it because they're cheap and they're on the power play. And Minnesota does have a, a pretty poor penalty kill. So I think you can use them from a power play standpoint. Um, Connor... Dubois, Perfetti, they're going to get Goudreau, Fial, but like there's just no good five on five matchup on the wild. Like, if anything, you want to attack that Hartman, Zuccarello, Capra's offline, but like I don't want to use Cop, Lowry, and Kirby Reichel or Kirby Reichel, Christian Reichel. So I, I think from the Jets side, I would use that second line and maybe add in, you know, the power play quarterback. Um, you know, uh, Josh Morrissey or add in a Wheeler, add in a Shifley, just because the wild penalty kill is pretty bad. So I'd probably do something like a Connor Dubois, Shifley, you know, mix and match the power play stuff. And if I had to use a matchup five on five, I'd much prefer to use their their best players than Connor and Dubois for DFS purposes um, against Gaudreau, Fiala, Boldy, which isn't a cupcake matchup, but like, Shifley Wheeler going into Eric's neck is just a no thank you for me. So Winnipeg 2, Winnipeg Winnipeg power play stack. But for me, I, I'm on the wild here. Um, you want to go to that top line, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, you want to go to the second line, Zuc- uh, Fiala, Goudreau, Boldy. I think there is some definite cause to go there. Boldy's coming off a massive game. You know, Kevin Fiala with line mates is always a fun play. Freddie Goudreau ain't no bum. Uh, so, you know, that second line is really nice. I really like that third line, Joe Erickson at Greenway. And uh, Marcus Foligno's back. Uh, you get Erickson on the top power play unit. You know, Winnipeg's penalty kill has been surprisingly good since Christmas. But, you know, that five-on-five matchup is so good. Like, Sheffield and Wheeler are so poor defensively five-on-five that I think, you know, Joe Erickson Eck can take advantage of that. So, if you want to go to the top six of the wild, I think that – is definitely in play. Like I was joking around earlier, you know, like Josh stacking the wild and DraftKings. Like I honestly think it's viable on this four game slate. And, but you know, from the builds I've been messing around with, I think I'm going to go to that Joe Erickson neckline. You don't have to full stack. You can just one off Joe Erickson neck. You can two man him with Felino. You can do whatever you want really. So basically every wild lines in play for me. And I, I think I want to do some power play stuff with the jets. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll start with the Minnesota third line because that was the line that I wrote up in the power plays article um, power plays article up on osmo.com free to read um, most days, most NHL days. Uh, it's either Josh or myself or the fourth man, uh, Jeff Butler uh, bots that will write it up. I wrote about Minnesota three. This is how <laughs> over their last five games, they've allowed nine scoring chances. Nine scoring chances against them five. They're allowing fewer than two scoring chances against per game over their last five games. Like they're absolutely throttling the, the opposition. And we should mention this Minnesota third line is a line that goes back years of being very, very good defensively. Joel Erickson, Eck, and Felino, like they're not great offensive players, but they're passable, certain, you know, certainly in this matchup against Winnipeg one. Um, so Minnesota three is definitely one of those filler lines that I like here tonight. I don't think you necessarily have to three man stack them. Like you said, uh, Felino, Erickson, Eck, and then, you know, like a, a Goligoski or a Brodeen or something like that. I think that is absolutely just fine. Uh, for the other Minnesota lines, like, okay, Minnesota's com- Minnesota one is coming in with very good leverage. And so for that reason, I am not going to fault anybody from playing Minnesota one here tonight. The one thing I do want to mention is that their numbers aren't really as elite as they've been. Like they're not playing as well right now as they were, let's say back in December. Um, over their last hundred minutes, uh, 28 scoring chances per 60 minutes. That's not very good. Controlling 55% of the scoring chances. Yeah, that's good. But you know, that just shows me that they're doing better defensively not that i don't care about good defense i want to i want a line that can score here 28 scoring chances per 60 minutes that's not really doing well but like you mentioned they're in a great matchup against that winnipeg third line so that's it's kind of that push and pull here is 
do I want the lever good leverage line that's not necessarily playing well in a good matchup, or do I want to go elsewhere? So, again, not going to fault anybody for playing Minnesota one. Um, I think I'll look elsewhere in my single entry tonight. I do like Minnesota three a lot as a filler. I agree with you on the Winnipeg power play. I because this is the reason why is that Winnipeg second line, Dubois and Connor Perfetti are kind of like the Minnesota top line. They're not. They haven't been playing as well of late as they were when they were first put together. Um, you look at their, you know, last hundred minutes or so, uh, 55% of the scoring uh, of the shot attempts under 30 scoring chances per 60 minutes. Those aren't the numbers that they were putting up back in, you know, December, even early January, whatever it was. So, um, Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. I do like Dubois a lot, especially on DraftKings tonight because of where he's priced. Um, I think, you know, Dubois, Shifley, Morrissey, uh, Connor, Dubois, Morrissey, Wheeler, uh, Dubois, Connor, some sort of power play stack like that. I agree because if you're going to take advantage of Minnesota anywhere, it's going to be on the penalty kill. But honestly, I think this might be a fade Winnipeg game for me um, in my single entries, both coming in at, with a lot of negative leverage. I talked about how I don't really – like either of the top two line matchups, um, I think I'm going to be out on Winnipeg here uh, pretty much all together. So Minnesota one, Minnesota three, mostly in this game. On the blue line, I mean, I think there should, there are a handful of cheap defensemen I think you can use in this game. Um, obviously with um, Matt Dumba out, Brodine and Spurgeon are probably going to play 23, 24, 25 minutes. So they're both fine. Uh, Alex Goligoski um, at his price, 3K, also fine. Josh Morrissey running the top power play. Obviously, if you're power play stacking, you want him at 4K. Uh, Dylan DeMello, nah, maybe not anymore. I don't know if he's the same player. Any any defenseman, really? I do want to know about Alex Golagoski. I played him last late. I know that he's listed as a second pair with Jordy Ben, but they did not get second pair ice time. John Merrill and Dmitry Kulikov saw almost 20 minutes a game that game. Golgoski played like 16. I don't know if it, it was because he went, he was on uh, the ice for both goals against early, and the coach was just like, get off the ice. You suck. But like John Merrill, Dmitry Kulikov played over 20 minutes, and Jordy Ben Golgoski played like 16, 17, which is a bit of concern. Golgoski does run that second power play unit. I don't know if that's a normal thing or just because he had such a bad game, but that's something to, to keep an eye on. Um, but I do agree with Brodeen and Spurgeon. Morrissey, obviously, if you're doing power play stuff, Dylan DeMello, mid-price is fine. Uh, Hinola, if you want to, you know, play, you know, Eric Brandstrom again from yesterday, play Billy Hinola, you know, what I mean, like, mid-price is fine. Brendan Dillon, if you're using Hellebuck as usual, I should just, you know, pin that to my forehead because I say that every slate. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm kind of torn on the goalies in this game. I wrote up Connor Hellebuck because um, I'll always play him cheap at home. I know he's not quote unquote having a great season, but I still think he's a great goalie. Just had, a you know, maybe a bad 30 games or, you know, a bad 30 games. He's still been league average. Like, I think that's kind of what we got to remind, remind ourselves of here. His safe percentage is league average and that that's quote unquote bad for him. So if that's bad, what what would he do with 35 good games? Anyways, he's cheap at home. So I wrote him up uh, for the Power Place article, but Cam Talbot projects as one of our better goalies by the Osmo projections. What do you like in this game for netminders? AD popping in, just ruining my mojo, saying Hanola's out. Thanks, bud. Uh, <laughs> what a pal. No, we love, we love quick party too, 
Yes, Any, anytime you hear me mentioning stats, it's from his line matching because even though I got a new laptop, it's still, you know, slower than molasses and I can't, you know, pull up multiple taps. So I pull up his line match from my phone. Anytime you hear me mentioning stats, it's from his line matching. You want to, it's, it's a really, really good compliment to the Osmo subscription. Uh, hit him up on Twitter. I think it's quick party underscore something like that. I don't know. Just, just gnarly rad i don't know he'll yeah, drop it in quick party underscore quick party underscore there you go give him a shout out even though he just rained on my parade but anyway uh connor hellebuck 7400 cheap at home i always lean towards him i think cam tablet's fine especially if you're using the wild i just worry like he's a good goalie but like it just seems like in the 60 minutes he has like three minutes where he just like mentally just goes blah, 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 and like lets in like three goals like I don't know. It happens like almost every time I use him, having a great game and then just like melts for like a minute and then like, and then he just regains it and wins. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think a lot of goalies are like that. Like my, my whole theory about goaltending is that it's just focus. Like if you could focus for 60 minutes, you'll be one of the best goaltenders in, in the NHL. So I don't know, maybe it's not unique to him, but yeah, I do get what you mean uh, by his little freakouts. Um, coming up this weekend, a uh, little bit of NASCAR. Daytona is right around the corner, so we're offering our Osmo Plus NASCAR package for fewer, for less than $2 per day, per cup race this season, sorry. That's $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus NASCAR. This pass gives you access to our driver projections, our ownership projections, and our top drivers tool, and those will give you the edge you need in NASCAR DFS. Use the promo code GREENFLAG, all capital letters, all one word, at checkout, or simply, simply click the link in the description of this video to activate. This offer is valid through February 20th, which is this coming Sunday. Promo code green flag, all capital letters, all one word. It is uh, our Osmo NASCAR deal, fewer than $2 per cup race this season. I have a bunch of tickets for that race coming up this weekend, and I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to be using uh, the Osmo tools here because I know absolutely nothing about NASCAR. All right, next game. This is uh, this is a very crucial game. Uh, Florida, 3.1 implied goal total. They're going into Carolina. Carolina has a 3.4 implied goal total. Um, the, the reason why this is an important game is because this is Florida's return. You know, we talked at the top of the show about teams returning, you know, from their all-star break slash uh, COVID break slash whatever. This is Florida's return night. They haven't played uh, since January, February 1st. So it's been over two weeks since they've played and they're on the road and they're in Carolina, Carolina, uh, Carolina, one of the, you know, five or six best teams in hockey. Uh, but Florida, you know, also one of the five or six best teams in hockey. And if you look at DraftKings, a lot of prices have come down. Uh, Reinhardt and Duclair and all those wingers under 5K. I think Huberto is at 6,100. Um, defensemen are cheap. Aaron Ekblad is under $6,000. Like a lot of the Florida skaters are very, very reasonably priced for a team that could finish the season as the leading uh, goal scoring team in hockey. But as we mentioned, a lot of teams returning to the ice after, you know, two weeks off or whatever it is, have struggled in their return. So what are you doing with this game, Josh? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, luckily, these Panthers lines are kind of making that choice for me. Like, I'm not a huge fan of these lines. I mean, Verhege, Barkov, Duclair, very good line. They have a big sample going back a few years. You want to use them? Like that's fine. They're probably gonna see Trochek fetch the cost. That's fine. Like I'm not just I'm just not super excited about playing the Panthers in this matchup. Like I just don't like Tippett on the second line. Him and Bennett have a very high event sample together. So I, I'm assuming that's why like the ownership on Aho Terravine and Natchez is just like pretty extreme. Right? They they go Trochek against Top Comp, right? I don't have it. Right? No, it'll probably be stall. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that line, like, we assume Stahl has been pretty good, but, like, his numbers have started to wane a little bit. They've been giving up more Actually, chances. no, sorry, you're right. I'll, I'll correct myself. Yeah. 
Um, just double checking our line matching sheet. It is supposed to be Trocheck. Okay. I mean, honestly, like line matching doesn't like it doesn't really impact what I'm going to do in this game from the Florida standpoint. It does impact what I'm going to do from a Carolina standpoint. You know, Trocheck, Svechnikov going into Barkov. Like that line is very good. Both ends of the ice. Bennett, Tippett, very high vent. So I, I think, you know, from a Florida side, like if you want to use Florida one, that's fine, especially MME. One, one to three lineups, I don't think I'm prioritizing the Panthers tonight. If I do anything, I think I would go to that third line just because Stahl, Foss, Niederreiter, like they're giving it up much more than they were at this time last year. Like their, their numbers have fallen off pretty good and you know Lundell, Reinhard, Marchman have a pretty ridiculous sample together and uh, they're coming in pretty low owned I don't mind them as a filler like if they were going to be you know wildly over leveraged then like there's no point in playing a third line but in a 3.1 total on the road getting a low owned third line in a pretty good matchup I think that's fine so for Florida you know you want to play Florida one that's fine not a huge fan of Florida two, Florida three. I don't think you need a full stack. You can pull some pieces there, like a Lundell Reinhardt, even just one off Reinhardt, you know, because Carolina has a good penalty kill, but they, you know, we, they take a lot of penalties. The amount of penalties they've taken have come down a little bit, but it's still a lot. So um, maybe some Florida one, maybe some Florida three. On the Carolina side, I think I'm going to go to Carolina one. Problem is they are very high owned tonight. Uh, most notably because Ajo's price has come down. He's 6,600. Taravainen's price has come down. He's 4,500. Don't really understand the pricing in this game. If DraftKings is going off the Vegas totals, how are they going to be priced down in 3.4 total? I, I don't know. Maybe Jake needs to talk to the DraftKings guys. You know, so the Yahoo guys. Like, what, what are you doing with the pricing? Like, FanDuel pricing, extreme to the tough end. DraftKings pricing, do whatever you want, man. It's like preseason when everything when everyone was fifty five hundred, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Carolina one, I'm fine with it. They're gonna get that Bennett Tippett Huberdo. Like Bennett and Tippett have a pretty large sample together, and it's very high event. Obviously, Huberdo being there is gonna you know help stabilize that, but it's still not gonna make it a great defensive line. So I'm fine with Carolina one. I just worry about ownership there. You want to go to Carolina two? I think that's also fine. I mean, if the Florida Panthers had a couple games under the belt. I'd probably be off Carolina too, but just because we've seen three or four teams come back and look absolutely flat, I, I think I'm I'm fine with going to Carolina too at lower ownership here. Um, so yeah, Carolina top six and Florida one for a little bit of Florida three. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so (laughs) you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. It's Chevy truck season. And with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen, and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. I... As I sit here and I think about it more and more, I'm wondering why we're not talking about Josh stacking here. I kind of, I'm kind of interested now that I really think about it. I guess the problem is like, can you actually even spend the salary cap using six Carolina skaters? Cause everybody's so cheap. Uh, I assume you can, if you throw yeah, in some, Tony D is 6,300. Yeah. I was going to say, you have to throw in some Tony D uh, yeah. to do it. Um, but you know, operating, under the assumption that maybe Florida comes out a little bit flat, you know, even at the best of times, they do give up a lot of, you know, they're a fast paced team. They give up scoring chances. They give up goals. The goaltending has been shaky at times. Um, I could absolutely see a Carolina Josh stack on DraftKings. A Josh stack is named after this guy right here. Uh, and it's just stacking six skaters from the same team on DraftKings. I could easily see 
you know, top six Carolina jaw stack working out here. Um, you leave one guy off, throw Tony D on the blue line and away you go. Um, I do like the Carolina top six Carolina, Carolina's second line has been excellent this year. I should say Trocek and Svechnikov have been excellent this year. 70 shot attempts per 60 minutes, three and a half expected goals per 60 minutes. Those are very good numbers. So like if, if I'm looking at one specific line just to settle in on one line to use, I do like Carolina too, uh, the most here tonight, Trocek, Svechnikov. Uh, the ownership uh, for one is better too. They like, they just have better numbers. Like the numbers for Trocek and Svech are better than Aho and Teravine. Like, I don't know what to tell people. Uh, so Carolina. Two, don't lie. That's what you tell people. <laughs> Carolina two for me uh, in this game on the blue line, I think is where things really start to get interesting because yeah. Okay. If you want to play Carolina power play, you throw in Tony D um, you know, maybe if you want to get, uh, some guy further down the line of Brett Pesci, 3,400, I think is just fine. But then you get to the Florida side and my word, yeah, Aaron Eckblad, 5,900. That guy's been at 7,500 or close to it at times on DraftKings this year. Mackenzie Wiegar, 4,800. We've seen him in the six Ks. Gustav Forsling, 3,100. Probably should be 3,500. We've seen, seen him at 4K. Radko Gudis, near min price. Uh, I guess probably where he should be. Like, I think there are five playable Florida defensemen here, but I also don't know if I want to use any of them. What do you think? Yeah, that's the thing. Like it kind of depends how you feel like Florida's going to play. You know what I mean? Like if you think they're going to come out with their hair on fire, then yeah, Uyghur, Ekblad are the guys, or even Forsley. And if you feel like, well, they might be flat. You know, they might need to put some air in their tires. I think you can go Radko good ass for some block shots. But, like, I, I just don't know. Like, if we knew how Florida was going to play tonight, obviously we have those answers. We just don't. So, like, I think Forsling's fine at 3,100. Um, if, like, if not knowing what's going to happen, like, are they going to be flat? They're going to have a normal Florida. I think Forsling's fine at 3,100. Uyghur is fine at 4,800. Ekblad is kind of like, I don't know. He, it kind of reminds me, like Uyghur Ekblad kind of remind me of Devin Tay's Kale McCarr light. Like Ekblad definitely involved on the power play, but you want Uyghur because he just doesn't leave the ice and he gets the perif. So like Uyghur, I think is fine in Forsling. If you're going to do some Florida power play stuff, then Ekblad obviously, and then, you know, punting wise, I think Forsling is good ass. Yeah, I wonder if Goodass will bring the old uh, shot blocks here tonight. He's, he's probably going to get a game misconduct. He hasn't been on the ice in three weeks. He's He's got some <laughs> testosterone to get out of there. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't go too overboard <laughs> uh, here tonight. Uh, we have partnered uh, with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of, of getting access, email support at osmo.com, and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $5,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Uh, thank you very much uh, to Yahoo for being our sponsor. You have been a wonderful sponsor uh, for us so far this season. Uh, let's get to this next game. Anaheim, 2.4 implied goal total. They're going to Calgary. The Flames have a 3.1 implied goal total. All right, Josh, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought we were going to see a much bigger total out of the Flames here. And like, I think there might be some reasons for that. One. This is five and eight days, I think, for them, if I'm not mistaken, including a back-to-back. -back. That is a lot of hockey to play uh, in five days, or in eight days, sorry. Uh, two, Anaheim has rejiggered their lines a little bit. Henry Getzlaff and Troy Terry, top line. Sonny Milano, Trevor Zegers, Ricard Raquel, second line. Those are good lines. Like, those lines were very good for Anaheim earlier in the season. Now, we haven't seen a lot of them lately. 
you know, Adam Henrique was hurt. Brian Getzlaff has missed uh, a few games. Uh, Sonny Milano missed like a month and a half or something like that. So we haven't seen much of these specific line combinations since Christmas. But before Christmas, they were great. So maybe it's a little bit of a tougher matchup for Calgary than it seems on the surface. Uh, but again, like I said, Calgary might uh, be a little bit tired for this game. Should mention uh, Anaheim's first game in five days as well for them. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I remember a few months ago we were talking about like how this top six, like when they're healthy, the Ducks are a good team. The problem they run into is if one of them gets hurt, they just don't have the pieces to move around the line. And that's when they get into trouble. That being said, Calgary top line going to get Derek Grant, Isak, London Shrum, and Jakob Silverberg. And that's just a great matchup. I know it's five and eight. It's still a 3.1 total. Highest leverage, positive leverage on the night, Calgary won. I don't know. Like, if they're coming in around 10, 11%, it's going to be a tough cut if I do cut them for my lineup because that is an unbelievable matchup for them. Like, that third line for the Ducks, pretty, pretty bad defensively. So, I don't know. Calgary won. Definitely give me my mix today. That second line, Monte Pony back and Coleman, probably going to get gets left. Terry Henrique. You want to use them as a filler. It's like, it's fine. There's, I think I'd wrap, like, in that price range, I think there's some stuff that coming in lower on tonight that I like a bit more. If you want to use Calgary, too, obviously, they've been electric, so I think that's fine. You want to use Toffoli tonight. He's 3,100. He was, you know, above 6K on Montreal for a while there. Going to get that Zegers or Cal Milano matchup, though. Like, man, that when that line was rolling, they were ridiculous. Now, Milano, this is the second game back. Um, but you talk about it a lot. Zegers' wowies with and without Milano were pretty stark. Now, now Milano Cookies is back. He's 3,200. This line is cheap. If you're going to attack any line on the Flames, it's got to be this third line. You know, maybe they end up being good. We just don't know. Like, Toffoli's, this is a new team. He's still learning the system. If, you know, he has, you know, been on. Uh, team coached by the Muppet before, so maybe it's familiar, but I don't know. I don't think, like, Monaghan is going to slow down Zegers, Milano, Raquel tonight. And with it being 5-8, and eight, yeah, it's Markstrom, who I highly regard as a goalie. I think he's one of the best in the NHL, but what, with Milano, Zegers, Raquel coming in at that ownership with their numbers, they're, they're definitely going to be a play for me. If you want to go to Terry, Getzlaff, Henrique, sure, but, like, I really don't like going into the back of Manjipani Colon matchup. Like that line, for despite how they're priced, is honestly elite. It's just because they they only get 15 minutes a night. If they got 19, 20 minutes a night, like most top lines, they would be priced like Calgary won. It would just it would happen. Well, I, I think you're seeing the problem like with Los Angeles, right? Is it's the power play factor. Yeah. None of those guys are on the power play. Uh, so, you know, even if, you know, you don't even have a boldy like in Minnesota, who's on the top power play unit or something like that. Right. So I think that's, that's, that's kind of what's happening here. Like if Mangiapani was on the top power play unit, instead of Monaghan, he's probably like a $5,500 winger or something like that on DraftKings. So I like, I kind of get the prices, but you're right. They're just, they're a dominant line when they're on the ice. So, you know, it's an easy pass on the get slap Terry line for me. Uh, in my single entries, I like Calgary won the most out of this entire game. Like, I looked at their, t- I looked at our top stacks tool, and they're coming in twenty one percent top stack percentage, 12 percent ownership. Uh, even if that ownership comes up to fifteen percent, sixteen percent tonight on a four game slate, I'm still playing them, and like I'm not sure it'll be that high because you do have uh, fairly expensive Minnesota one. You have a lot of. Uh, you, you know, even Carolina, or not Carolina, even Florida with some of the price drops are, is somewhat expensive depending who you use. Colorado, Vegas, certainly expensive. So, you know, I could see Calgary coming in around 15% or something like that. And you're going to give me Calgary one at 15% at home on a four game slate. Like they, like we talked about it yesterday, 60% shot share, scoring chance, expected goals across the board, just absolutely yeah, utter they, dominant. They haven't slowed down at all. Like they've no. maybe gotten better. They're like a fine line. That, that's the thing, you know, like we talked about um, that Winnipeg second line earlier in the show, slowing, they were slowing down a little bit as the season wears on 
at least offensively. This Calgary top line's not. They're just going out and they're just homer choking every single line, every single game. So yeah, Calgary one, Calgary two, also just fine. Uh, As you mentioned, um, if you want to use them as a filler, I think I'm going to use Calgary one here tonight. Um, You know, our line matching has them getting some depth matchups through the game. So, you know, you're going to tell me they're going to get some of that Anaheim three third line at times during this game. Uh, Yeah, I'm all about that matchup. So Calgary one's my favorite line in this game. Don't mind some, uh, some Calgary two. I agree with you on the Zegras line. If I'm play, if I were to play Anaheim tonight, that's the line I would use because I do want to get as much as the depth matchups from Calgary as we can. And those lucky land casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look to be the matchups here tonight uh, for Anaheim. So Zegers, Raquel, Milano is where I would go. They had, like I said, they have been good this year. Um, 55% of the shot, uh, shot share, 57% of the scoring chances. That is very, very good considering this team is not that good. Um, they can score on that bottom six, uh, against Calgary. I don't know if I'd play them in, I'm, I don't think I'm going to play Anaheim in my single entries tonight. If I was 20 maxing, they would absolutely be yeah. in consideration. So Anaheim two, Calgary one, Calgary two for me in this game on the blue line. I honestly cannot get over um, the Anaheim defense prices. They have three defensemen priced over $4,000 on DraftKings tonight. Colorado is the only other team with three defensemen priced over $4,000. And the one, one of the defensemen that isn't for Anaheim is the guy running their top power play unit in Jamie Drysdale. So I don't know. Uh, I'll always play Noah Hannafin or Oliver Shillington uh, for peripheral purposes uh, from the Calgary side. That's probably it for me out of this game. What do you think? Yeah, I'm the same. Like, Hannafin has been crazy. He's been on a tear. And his price hasn't moved. So, yeah, I, I really like Hannafin. Um, Shillington, I guess, is fine as well. Tanev at 3K is fine. The Duck side, like, if you're going to – if you need a min-price punt, Josh Mahura is fine just because he gets the minutes, whether he does stuff with it is another thing. But at min-price, you're going to find out. Like, I'm fine finding out for 2500 I'd rather find out for 2,500 than play Hampus Lindholm for 4,500. Yeah, uh, I completely agree with that. Um, we talked about some winners at the top of the show, uh, took down the $12 single entry. We do love to celebrate winners here at Osmo.com, and we do so through the Osmo Hall of Fame. If you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame for a chance to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar, you place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants, and then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account, Osmo HOF over on Twitter. Do all that, you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, you'll see uh, Smoking Cutler took down first place in the 100K NBA Micro Millions for $20,000. Great job by the NBA guys. Uh, you see M Champa 98 taking down 10K. In the NBA micro on Tuesday, uh, great job by him. You see Supreme taking down uh, first uh, in the NBA 40K, uh, $25 entries. Uh, and then you see him take down uh, a bunch of, uh, and a second place with a bunch of caches over in playing some NBA tiers. Uh, our old pal Emac, Emac 2024, uh, shout out to the Osmo Hoff party tied for first in the super bowl baller ended up fifth in the 59,000 yahoo fantasy 
road to the Super Bowl. So uh, great job by our old pal, Emac. Uh, Justin Tote also taking down first place uh, in, a, in a contest over on Yahoo for $1,000. Pappy Racks taking down first for $400. Uh, that looks like over on NBA as well. So uh, NBA guys are doing extremely well uh, so far this season. If you're, uh, if you're a subscriber and you want to get into some NBA, maybe after the All-Star break, be sure to check out their NBA content. They do some really awesome work over there. Speaking of NBA, uh, that NBA prop show that I mentioned earlier uh, in our show does uh, come up later today. 415 Eastern is our NBA prop show. They're followed by our NBA double dose of the deeper dive and live before lock starting at 445 Eastern. And then later tonight, our PGA live before lock. So make sure you click that notification bell to get alerts whenever these shows do go live. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, if you guys could, please throw us a thumbs up. Those thumbs up really, really help us. Uh, click the subscribe button. Those, subscribe, uh, those subscriptions are helping to grow this channel and keeping these shows on a regular basis. All right. Let's get to this. The Super Bowl of our NHL evening. Colorado, 3.2 implied goal total. Going into Vegas, Vegas, 3.4 implied goal total. Colorado played last night, lost to Dallas 4-1, I think it was. Um, but obviously the big news is Jack Eichel is returning tonight for Vegas. He's been out nearly a year. It was early March, I believe, uh, of last year. He left the lineup for the Buffalo Sabres, never to come back. Uh, had his surgery before, uh, back in November, I believe. It was a neck, you know, disc replacement surgery. Been practicing, looks ready to go uh, on the top line for Vegas, skating with Max Pacioretty and Evgeny Dodonov. Priced down on DraftKings, under 7K. Priced way down on FanDuel at 5,500. Suspect he'll have a lot of ownership over there. All right, Josh, what do you make of this game? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm glad because <laughs> that's where I am. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know because, I, first of all, I don't really like these line combinations. I think Vegas is going to be mixing and matching. They're going to try to find some stuff while Stone is out. Um, I also don't know how they're going to line match. Like, they're going to throw Eichel out against McKinnon, like his first game back in a year. Like, I I, I would imagine Carlson, Riley Smith, Yanmark are going to see a fair bit of McKinnon. I, th I think that's why you've seen Jonathan Marcheseau move down to the third line, is to make that third line kind of like a pseudo-scoring line. Uh, while they still have those injuries, and then they can send out, out Yanmar, Carlson, and Smith as a shutdown line. I think that's what's probably going to happen tonight, but, you know, we're just conjecturing here until we actually see Eichel play. Yeah. So, like, I, I just don't, like, like we, with these teams coming back for two weeks, we just don't know. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, does he have chemistry with Pacioretty? Uh, is he fully healed? Does he remember how to play hockey? Does he still have his afro? Like, these are important questions. Like, I think at this ownership, I need to wait and see. Because, first of all, this is a tough matchup regardless. Like, the Avalanche is one of the best teams in the West. Whether they get McKinnon, whether they get Kadri, like, it's not going to be an easy matchup. Welcome back to the NHL. Um, also, I don't think Pacioretty's, like, fully healthy either. That's one thing we've talked about is yeah. his shot rate. But I also wonder, like, is any of that related to Mark Stone? Because obviously he was playing injured as well. Like, yeah. is that something where, you know, Pacioretty can kind of play through it, but, you know, Stone was too injured to really create any offense? That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I mean, Stone will be back for the playoffs because unless they trade somebody at the deadline, he'll be out to the playoffs. And people are so mad about it. Like, oh, you know, Vegas circumventing the cap. You know how many people are using the long-term IR and then, like, Stone's, like, actually injured and people are like, oh, Vegas is cheating. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Anyway, I have, like, I need, like, my own show to complain about stuff, but <laughs> I, th I think, you know, Eichel Pacioretty in a vacuum is fine. I'd much rather play Calgary 1 at half the ownership tonight in a better matchup. So, if you want to use Eichel in 1-3, I think it's fine. I'm just glad he's not min-priced. Like 6,800, you actually have to make a decision. And I think for me in one to three, I'm going to take a pass. If I was making 20 and 150, obviously I'm going to have some of that line. Like it's the shiny new toy. Dadnoff is 3K. You know what I mean? The line is reasonable. So, you know, people are going to play him. 
and I think it's fine to me. For me, one to three, I'm going to fade. If I'm going to go to anything on the Vegas side, I honestly think it's going to be Marshall Stevenson Roy getting that third line matchup on Colorado. Like Stevenson, like I don't know how high you are on Stevenson. Me, me and Jake are. I think me and Jake have him on a pedestal. Maybe, maybe it's not a great maybe, idea. I, I like Stevenson. I think you guys are much bigger fans of yeah. him. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I, I just kind of like how that line, it just feels nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, not, it's not super expensive. You can use them as a filler. That's the depth of Colorado is where you need to attack. Get some secondary power play that time there. Like, Nicholas Roy, like, not a massive third wheel there. Like, if it was Nolan Patrick, like, bleh. But Nicholas Roy is fine. I think that third line for some filler is fine. Um, probably out on Yanmark Carlson Smith, assuming they see McKinnon. So yeah, like I'm fine with the Eichel line. Like I'm I'm fine with it. I'm just gonna fade them in one to three. If I was making twenty to one fifty, they would definitely definitely be in my mix, especially since they're fully correlated. On the Colorado side, um, I, I do really like Colorado one. I know they didn't play great last night, but they did run they like Dallas like I know people don't like Dallas one but they are an elite line whether you want to admit it or not their line that is an excellent line you know McKinnon's matchup proof he kind of you know last night it showed that you know he's human once in a while today Yanmar Carlson Smith buckle up fellas I'm coming in with some 15% Colorado one like I know they're back to back on the road but anytime you can get McKinnon at a reasonable ownership I think that is perfectly fine. So Colorado one for me, uh, Vegas one in MME, some Colorado three is filler. Yeah, I will say that I do like the Colorado top six here. I wrote about Miko Rantanen in the power plays article because Vegas's penalty kill actually isn't that great. Like the best you could say about it is like it's like the middle of the league and Colorado's penalty power play is good enough to absolutely eat any penalty kill like that alive. So I do like the Colorado top line for that power play matchup. But the Colorado two has been pretty good um, in their sample together. Last hundred minutes, 63% shot share, uh, 53% expected goal share, taking that Eichel matchup, coming in with good leverage. Um, I do like that Colorado second line here. I think I'm with you. I'm going to be more on the abs than I will be on Vegas in this game. But honestly, I'm just excited to watch it. Uh, I will say Colorado power play. But I do like Colorado, too, a lot as a mid-price line in this matchup. On the blue line, Alex Petrangelo and Shea Theodore are both way too cheap. So I'm just going to say those two guys. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, you know, Braden McNabb is 2800 too, if you want some shot blocking. Nick Haig under 3K. Like, these, these prices are insane. Uh, Devin Tays at 5200 If he's going to still be in the low fives, I'm going to play him. Kel McCarr, if you want to correlate power play. I think Gerard's fine, but I'd much rather find the extra thousand for Taze. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Try to find that money. I love Devin Taze. He's just such a good defenseman. What is it, like, uh, thanks, Islanders. Like, <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we got to get out of here. We have that NBA prop show coming up uh, at 415 Eastern. So, uh, you know, maybe go grab a bite to eat. Uh, maybe get in a little walk. Come back. Get your NBA props in. Uh, and then your uh, deeper dive and all that good stuff coming up after them. We will be back tomorrow with another show. We're going to be back most days with shows. Uh, this condensed NHL schedule continues right into March. But uh, for producer Mike, for a single entry. Oh, I forgot to ask you about your hat trick pick. I almost got, I almost got us out of here without that. Could you imagine? I, th- I man. I, I, yeah, the, okay, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Oh, Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick and your goalies for tonight. My hat trick pick for tonight is Andre Svechnikov. I like both goalies in the Minnesota game, and I also like Darcy Kemper. Who you got? <laughs> the exact same goalies. I was going to say. I will say Gibson is piquing my interest. If you're not, if you're going to fake Calgary, and I think my hat trick pick is going to be Juanito Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, Juanito Hockey. All right. Johnny Gaudreau uh, and Andre Svechnikov are your hat trick picks here for tonight. All right. Now we have to get out of here. For producer Mike, for a single entry, says Sass and Joshua Harris. I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody, and we'll be back tomorrow.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.